0: you're listening to pixels podcast a show dedicated to talking about all things gaming movies streaming and more my name is pixel sean and i am a live streamer looking to turn online content creation into a full-time occupation i'm sitting down with other content creators to talk about their journey their struggles the lessons they've learned along the way and just to have a good time if you do want to support this show you can give this show a rating and you can also find all my socials in the description below. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Pixels Podcast. We have another action-packed podcast for you today. And once again, joined by Khalil. Khalil, how are you going, man?
1: Another day in paradise. How about yourself,
0: brother? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, we're going to kick it off, just get right into it. There's a bit of news to go mm. through, and some uh, yes. some th- things that you've got that I'm not aware of that I'm kind of scared for you to get into. <laughs> like, uh,
1: something I actively tried to avoid having anything to do with, uh, but when I found out about it, I'm like, I gotta I gotta look into this, and <laughs> it's pretty funny.
0: And now you're gonna uh, scar me with that information, so yeah. we'll get into that later on. I actively avoided it, and now you're gonna tarnish me and bring that shit up, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, uh, we're going to ruin your good Christian uh, podcast <laughs> with uh, the news.
0: Yeah, now before we do get into it, just a reminder, if you aren't listening to this on a platform that has a rating system, we would very much appreciate a like or a five star, whatever it may be. Um, also, all links to my social, Kalix socials, the Patreons, Gilded servers, all that sort of stuff are in the show notes below uh but let's get into it let's start off with the pokemon snap footage now there was five minutes of new pokemon snap footage released um i never played pokemon snap growing up as a kid so for me i'm not really that nostalgic to the franchise i i, I can see the appeal but for someone who never grew up on it i'm just kind of like eh, whatever are you are you interested in getting
1: it I am definitely very interested in getting it. Uh, It was basically one of the three games I had to get on my N64 when I bought it, Uh, like about seven, eight years, no, it'd be about seven, eight years ago uh, when I started to get really into retro game collecting. Hmm. Uh, And the reason why I always loved it as a kid, because I never personally owned it, I always played it at a friend's place or when I'd go up to stay with my family in Melbourne um, because they had the Nintendo 64, we would sit there and play it. And what what made that game so special and things like Pokemon Stadium so special was up until that point, we'd only ever seen Pokemon as 2D sprites. Yeah. So getting these fully 3D realized uh, versions in it, like, Stadium's great, don't get me wrong, in the sense of, you know, you get all the cool animations, all that shit. Hmm. But getting to see the world of Pokemon, you know, kind of realized. In even though, habitat. yes, it's not... Yeah, technically yeah. it's an on rail shooter... You know, you don't really do a hell of a lot. It's more a kind of quick time event sort of game, really, mm. at the end of the day. But it's just... It's one of the most chill games. Like, think how you are with Animal Crossing, how much you love mm. to just veg out with that. Yeah. That was... That's what I'm like with something like Animal Crossing. Yep. Uh, not Animal Crossing, sorry, uh, Pokemon Snap. Uh, Snap.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it, it looks great. The sprites uh, mm. for the, the newer Pokemon, there's obviously a lot... More Pokemon added into this one compared yeah. to the old Snap. <laughs> it's been about yeah. 800 additional Pokemon created since then. Yeah, uh,
1: give or give or take. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I would say one um, one thing I hope this game has is like more puzzle elements to it compared to what uh, the original had because like the original the last had like one? certain. Yeah, in the first one, it's like you've, you've got to do certain actions at certain times to make certain photos possible, uh, and the okay. only way to do it is through trial and error and stuff. Right. So I think that, that'd make the game a little more interesting. Mm. Also having, like, maybe on certain runs, only certain Pokemon show up, sort yeah, of. Yeah, okay. Uh, so in, in Just this to kind of make it a little more in-depth.
0: Yeah. So in this trailer, they, they did show that certain Pokemon will only appear... Um, at particular times of the day there's a different photo mm. editing mode um, kind of like a, their own sort of social media within the, um, the mm. Pokemon Snap game as well as being able to share it to a real social media as well um, mm. and I think from the old Pokemon Snap games you know you can throw different types of fruits and lots of stuff at Pokemon to get them to do a pose um, and I think you have to get three or four poses so each Pokemon will have three or four poses and for you to get, you know, the biggest score, the maximum score you can get, um, you have to get the Pokemon in all of its poses, um, and essentially that's how you're going to be completing the game. Um, so, look, it, it's it's it looks okay. Again, for me, it's not something yeah. I'm really nostalgic for. So, when I do get my Switch, I probably won't be picking it up. But it's definitely a game I'll be yeah. uh, watching other people play. Um, but yeah, I think I think it looks good.
1: Yeah. I mean, depending on the length is my main concern. Because mm. if it's as long as the first game, it's not worth full price. Like, I love the first game, but you can beat it in, like, 30 minutes. Oh. If you know what you're doing. So, like, it's really easy to get through. The whole point was you play through a whole bunch to learn, like, the best timings on everything. But once yeah, you know okay. it, you just fly through that game. Yeah. Um, now, it might actually be a bit longer than 30 minutes. So I might be a bit hyperbolic. But if this game is, like, you know a couple hours long in terms of, like, you can... Once you've done it once, you know what to do, and it's just that short, it's going to be a little disappointing. Like, uh, a good example of that for me is... Because, as you know, I've been doing my 100 Games Challenge. I recently Mm. redid Doom 2016. And those who know, I've played that game God knows how many freaking times. Um, But this time, instead of trying to get all the secrets and that, I was just like, screw it, I'm just going to go from A to B because I need to, you know, get ahead... Because uh, I know there's undoubtedly going to be a period of time where I stopped playing I got through a game that took me, you know, 15 to 20 hours to beat the first time Yeah In four hours Shit you know? But four <laughs> hours, I'm like, that was a good, you know, still a good decent chunk of time hmm. You know, and that's someone who really knows that game inside now. I yeah. don't know literally everything about it, but I am very much into that So I'm hoping this game probably has something similar Like I think like a 10 to 15 hour kind of campaign length and then if you know what you're doing maybe like get four or five hours out of it i think then it's worth the money but if i was trying to sell it to someone like you who's you know not nostalgic for it Mm. or something i would say probably around the 30 dollar mark you'd probably have a good time just as something to veg out with but i I wouldn't i I couldn't justify more than that yeah
0: i can see this being you know what um roger calls from but mash pod they call it a um a coffee game so it's a game you Definitely. play while you're just having a casual, you know, coffee, just you know, yeah. 10, 15, 20 minutes here and there, just to sit down, and relax, and you know, yeah. play something. I can't it's see like this.
1: people who play them on the train and stuff. Yeah,
0: exactly. Something like that where you're just sort of killing time rather than okay, I need to capture the, you know this Pokemon and this in this fucking pose. Like it, yeah. it's yeah, it's gonna be one of those very very casual killing time kind of games. Yeah, but, um, it's
1: not going to be a hardcore Dark Souls, you know, <laughs> uh, on the world record kind of game. It's, it is it is going to definitely be a very casual, relaxed <laughs> yeah. game. So, like, if you own a Switch, I I would say, and you love Pokemon, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. But if you're, like, someone who enjoys Pokemon but hasn't really given a crap for, you know, the last what, seven generations, give mm. or take, you know, like, basically from Gen 3 after you didn't really care... Yeah. Then it's going to be really hard to justify. I just especially with the amount of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, the price has got me concerned because as much as I love the original, like the fact I only paid twenty five bucks to get it uh, because a dude was selling it and I was lucky enough to find it for that cheap because it's usually like fifty to eighty bucks secondhand. You know, like it's really hard to justify full price, especially these days for a game that, at its core concept, is very simple. You know, it's going to be a great kids game. It'll keep kids entertained, no worries. But adults, like, who are big fans of the franchise, it's going to be hard to really tell us, hey, give us 90 bucks, you know, and have a good time. It's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll have fun, but am I getting my money's worth, you know? Like, Animal Crossing, you're guaranteed to get your money's worth. You know, you're going to be playing that for years on end. Yeah. Pokemon Snap, realistically, unless they do, like monthly new maps and things like that, Mm. which I think would be really cool. New regions Um, or something. Yeah, like, maybe, like, slowly stream out the content as it goes, Mm. you know, uh, which might be a bit of a hard purchase at first for a lot of people, but I think the idea of maybe, like, okay, we say we charge 50 bucks for the game, Mm. in the first month you get, pardon me, sorry, uh, like, four or five maps, and then you get another couple maps in new regions with new Pokemon and things like that instead of trying to cram it all into one. And I know I said it the other time, if someone complains about the National decks, I will <laughs> fucking kick you in the nuts. <laughs> just shut up before it happens, all right? Just get over it. There are so goddamn many Pokemon. Yeah. I don't know if it's physically possible to fit that many models into a game no. without it taking up your entire Switch's mm. drive space. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um,
0: all right, next game. One that mm. I... It, it just completely just evaded me i didn't even know it was a thing until the trailer dropped i was like what the fuck is this
1: (laughs) so i'm I'm with you on that like i i heard rumors of a lord of the rings game happening yeah uh just to just to kind of spoil our own podcast that we're literally talking about right now uh (laughs) but like i didn't know what was going on because like it's like okay it's been a little bit since we've had a new lord of the rings there's bound to be something new yeah i remember there being like you know, whispers a few, couple years yeah, ago yeah, or so. Yeah. And that was it, you know? And it's kind of like, it's kind of got like that Harry Potter treatment of like, oh, there's whispers of it. And then you hear nothing for like two years and then mm. bam, here it is. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Where did this come from? So yeah, they just reveal a
0: stealth game with mm. Golem. I'm like, is this a joke or? <laughs> like <laughs> uh,
1: just, just to dunk on Blizzard a little bit because uh, Blizzard can suck a dick. It's like the when they announced uh, was it Diablo Immortal or whatever the hell it is the mobile game. The guy yeah. who got up and went, "Is this an outer seasons April Fool's joke?" <laughs> <laughs> Absolute chad. Uh, I like look to me, this game has potential. It, it looks but fun. Why? Yeah, but exactly. Why? That's, that's, my, that's my question. Just why? Uh, yeah. like, why you, you could why do this? Golem? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, you like, could have done that, but
1: no one asked. Should you? <laughs> Yeah like What's Like Like yeah Golem's central to the plot But He doesn't do anything No I, I don't <laughs> like,
0: think it's enough To build a whole Game around him I'm Yeah like, Unless oh, it's gonna be
1: right. In the period When he has the ring And maybe he's trying to Escape the Nazgul And stuff I think he's I That'd think be he's, I think he's Searching cool. for it In this one
0: So he, I think he might be Searching for the ring And it's like Sort of leading up To the events Where he tries to find it I, I don't
1: know so is That's it, nausea. like... Would it be pre-Hobbit, then? Maybe. Or, like, post-Hobbit. But, like, post-Hobbit... Oh, yeah, post-Hobbit, I think he was looking for the ring. I can't quite remember. It's been yeah. a bit since I've read the books and seen the movies and all that I'm, I'm not sure stuff.
0: how closely they're going to be sticking to, um, you know, the the books Sports and all that stuff. Um, I think
1: they'll follow the lore pretty well, but they won't yeah. necessarily follow the events perfectly. Mm.
0: Yeah. But it's... Look, it's interesting... Good for Lord of the Rings fans. Probably a game I won't be picking up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be picking it up either. And <laughs> no, no offense to anyone who is working on this game or is excited for this game. It's just not for me. Like it just yeah. seems like such a strange, out of the place sort of thing. It, it, like, it looks solid, it, but it does. It, yeah. it it's got it's got me intrigued, but not enough to be like I'm gonna spend money on this. Yeah, I'd love to see like a remake of like the PS2 era uh lord of the rings games like the Hmm. two towers and return of the king yeah like the multiplayer and stuff on those it's so good Hmm. uh but yeah we just golem i don't know it's it's weird (laughs) it's it's just like it'd be like hey let's just have a movie following like one of the random hobbits that does nothing you know that's it like that's the game it's just a hobbit sitting at home eating food all day yeah the so one thing it, I do want to talk about with it is uh, Golem's character model looks a bit odd to me.
0: Yeah, that. It's, I think it's, it's the eyes
1: are too big for its head. Yeah, I, it's I think
0: they're going. they're trying to make it more of a stylized kind of game, but in hmm. doing so, they've mucked around with his uh, his his character model. It, it looks it looks yeah.
1: very weird. Yeah, it's like his head's too big, Yeah, and then his eyes are too big for his already too big head. Yeah, <laughs> And it's like, you already had the perfect design from the movies. You should have yeah. just gone with that, and you were good, you know, and just better resolution on the textures on the body. Yeah. You know, I'm interested to see, I'm assuming they probably, I forget the actor's name, the guy who played him in the movies, he'll probably be back to do the voice. yeah. Uh, it, anything less than that, and this game is automatically a zero out of ten. And he's like Circus,
0: have, I think his name is. Yeah, I, I can never nine. remember it. Yeah.
1: But shout out to him. Dude's like it's iconic awesome. as yeah. that role. Yeah, I'm just
0: looking at the um the picture of Golem now.
1: I'm like, hey, it yeah. looks fucking weird. It's, it's just <laughs> thinking about it. It's just, it's it's like, you know, when you get up, you had too much food the night before, so you're loaded <laughs> the shit, you're a little bit drunk still. You know, your eyes are barely open. You see yourself in the mirror, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, uh, you come out looking like those uh, worm alien things from Men in Black. Yeah, that's kind of what Gollum feels like to me. I th- I'm looking at <laughs> you know, it, the, I'm like the ones that sit around and drink too much coffee and shit.
0: His his eyes are uh, for me are too human, so the yeah. the the irises are a bit too small for the size of the actual eyeball. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of kind of weird, but yeah, it, it looks alright. Visually looks kind of cool, but yeah,
1: again, not not for me really. Mm. I yeah, it's got it does have potential, mm. but I think it's we're gonna need to see more actual gameplay. Yeah. Like if we don't see a gameplay trailer, mm. I think in the next six months, it's gonna be hard to sell this game. Yeah. Uh, that might be a little unrealistic. I do understand uh, for some people, but this is coming from uh, Datalik Entertainment. I'm trying to remember. Uh, What was the last game I played of theirs? Because they made a few good games.
0: Uh, I'm just reading the comments while you're looking for that. Someone's like, next Lord of the Rings game, you can play a Gandalf's Pipe. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Oh, they did uh, Deponia, which is like a point and click game. If I recall right, correctly, okay. which is pretty good, yeah. Um, like they're usually like relatively small in terms of being like more of an indie developer, hmm. um, but they've, they've started they started developing back in two thousand eight. But yeah, they got a couple uh, good good games under their belt. Yeah, okay. So, and like they do tend to do more stylized games, so that could explain a bit. So I'll be interested to see how that goes. Hmm. but I'm not going to be following this one that close. Nah.
0: Uh, next one, another one that I won't be following either or getting into. Um, Kung Fu Panda has a crossover or it's a new game. I'm not too sure. Um, it seems to be a crossover slash new game with Brawlhalla. If you're not familiar with that, it's kind of like a Smash Bros, um, just a fighting game. Um, and what they've said in their description is Po, Tigress... I don't know. I haven't really seen Kung Fu for a while.
1: <laughs> that, that's the, the female tiger character, right? I think.
0: Okay. And Tai Lung uh, from DreamWorks Animation's Kung Fu Panda joined Brawlhalla as epic crossovers. The limited time crossover, which is now, which is available now, brings an in game event featuring a new game mode that allows players to activate traps that shoot arrows and throw stars, new map art, and a new KO. Um, it's Brawlhalla with Kung Fu Panda characters. If you love it, you love it. If not, <laughs> don't get it. One of those, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't really know what to say. If it comes with the art style that it's showing in the official trailer, mm. that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, because like it's got like the trailer actually looks really really cool. I will mm. give it that. Like it's got this really cool, beautiful art style to it. But in terms of like, why Kung Fu Panda? Like, I'm going to look. When was the last Kung Fu Panda movie? You know, like, what? Like, six years ago? I think it was, like, yeah, six to eight years ago. Something like that. Uh, Yeah, 2016. Five years ago. Yeah, okay. Uh, So, like, are they planning to do something with the franchise? Is that what's going on? And they're just trying to get themselves, you know, relevant again to maybe do a fourth? Or... A spin-off of some kind Or are they going to do a TV series on it If they haven't already done that I have no idea Uh, I do friggin' English uh, (laughs) Idea Because You know I mean I love Jack Black But I haven't exactly Given a crap about You know DreamWorks animated movies Or Disney animated movies Or any animated movies In general Or movies in general For a long bloody time (laughs) There's two movies I care about One I won't see Until it's on Netflix And that Because I'm too cheap uh, which is Godzilla versus Kong, and oh, uh, Mortal Kombat, which I will go see because yeah. I absolutely love Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but this, I'm like, I don't get the point. You know, it's it's like Golem. Why? Yeah, that's today's thing. Last last one was uh, things that makes pickle hard. <laughs> this one is why. Yeah. <laughs> It's, Which actually has to do with the uh, the the story that I have to tell <laughs> later about Twitch. It's <laughs> just it's, why.
0: It's it's a good concept. I I can I can understand it from a business decision. Mm. It's still very weird and random to me, though. I'm just kind of like, yeah, again, cool, but why? You know, call cool, it a thing. Does it need to be a thing? No. Were anyone you know were they asking for it? Maybe a couple of people were, but. You know, I guess if you are a fan of Brawlhalla and you're a fan of Kung Fu Panda as well, I guess your dreams have just been made. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, I do, I do want to point out this one guy's comment because um, apparently in uh, Brawlhalla you can play as like wrestlers and stuff. So they're like John Cena is oh, able like, to Jesus. fight Poe. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what is this world coming to? Like, it's just we need it's a new just plague. Weird. <laughs> Yeah, like, Corona, move over. Give us something else. Age 2.0, let's go. We need something stronger. (laughs) Age 2 electric boogaloo, let's do it. All right.
0: Now, going back into Switch rumors, I am a Mm. sucker for, quote-unquote, Switch Pro. (laughs) Yeah. The rumors around that. But something else that's actually a little more tangible has just come up, so there was a patent lodged in 2018 now i know for those of you don't know companies will lodge tens if not hundreds of patents for new consoles new controller designs all that sort of stuff it doesn't guarantee that whatever is lodged is going to be you know the end consumer product it's just that they're sort of keeping that on hold they're patenting the idea just to sort of keep it on reserve Yeah, and so no other
1: company can come in and steal their idea.
0: Exactly. So there are hundreds of patents that have been lodged, granted, that have never been used. So just to get that sort of disclaimer out of the way, this is not a guarantee that this will end up in your hands eventually as a consumer. But a patent that was lodged in 2018 has recently just been granted in March this year uh, for the Switch, It's regarding the the new Joy-Cons. Now, what they've actually done is they've changed the the button layout, uh, so things are sort of rearranged, and they've also given the Joy-Con a physical Um, D-pad. I'm always partial to physical D-pads rather than the individual four buttons like you get on the current Switch. What they've also done as well... Well, in this uh, pattern is they've changed the actual joystick to something similar to what it was on the 3DS. So instead of being curved around like it's on a curved axis, it's just going to be yeah. a flat push-up, push-down, side-to-side kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, I don't like that, but I, th- I can see them doing that um, to prevent uh, Joy-Con drift. So if you keep everything mm. flush to the actual unit itself... I think they're trying to minimize or mitigate how much dust and debris gets into the actual stick um, and then to further help prevent um, Joy-Con drift. Again, I I always prefer the the curved joysticks like the PlayStation 4 or 5 or the Wii U. Mm. I'm not a big fan of the the 3DS stick. Um, But what are your kind of thoughts on it? Have you you seen the pattern images and all that sort of stuff?
1: Uh, I've briefly looked at them. I haven't looked into them fully. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, just to put... Like, as you said, you know, companies put out a crap load of patents yeah. every year. Like, just just to kind of show someone, if you don't understand how many some do... For example, Apple did something like close to 2,000 yeah. in 2012 alone. Mm. You know, and Apple doesn't really create jack shit. Yeah, Let's be real. Like, it's just going, okay, we're going to have this exact possible design. Yep. So I wouldn't mind seeing them do something like, as you described, to make it more... Like, really help with the Joy-Con drift. I haven't had that issue personally. Hmm. um, But I do know, obviously, it is a widespread issue. So I've been pretty lucky on that that front. I'd like to see them do... Like, the... I'm pretty sure the PS4 kind of has, like, those, like... uh, What's the word... Not concave, but, like, the, you know, the, the inner... The
0: con... Yeah, guess concave. Convex is concave, uh, yeah. over. Uh, yeah. The concave yeah, right. is... So it is going concave. In, yeah.
1: Because uh, I'd I'd like to see that on the Switch. Like, yeah. would also help. Because <clears throat> one problem I have with the Joy-Cons, a lot of people go, oh, they're just crap. To me, they're not crap. It's the joysticks are either a little too small for someone with bigger hands. Yeah. Or your thumb just slips off them. Even though the rubber's not bad, I think having, like... Uh, concaved thumbsticks as well would be great yeah. uh, because then you're putting a lot less pressure like hmm. physically onto the onto it to be able to like yeah. keep your grip uh, which would probably help with a lot of the issues they're also having Yeah. so you know it'd be there's a lot of things they could do I do like the idea of trying to make things more physical rather than what they have and yeah. trying to like get as much dust protection and stuff in as possible that'd be good uh, but as as I said, like if they're going to do a whole new, like you know, I'm on the opposite boat to you. I think it's going to be a Switch Two, more so than a mm. uh, Switch Pro. Yeah. Um, in the sense, I think it'll keep the same cartridges and everything. Uh, mm. kind of like you know how like there's the 2DS and the 3DS. Yeah. Then the sense, like the new 3DS kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I I feel like it. Like the Switch Two will be a Switch Pro. Let's be real. Like we're kind of agreeing yeah. and disagreeing on the semantics of it. Yeah. But really I see like if you're gonna do a whole new controller design along with like, you know, we're going, okay, well we're adding in a new process, we're gonna add in the DLSS technology and all that again, these are all rumors, we don't know for sure. If they're gonna do something like that, to me that's like whole new console territory. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of work and to try and go, Oh, we're just doing a pro model I think a pro model releasing now is a really bad choice. I think to me, just with, with the market being so saturated with, like, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series yeah. X. It's just Nintendo's got to go on the off year, basically.
0: From, yeah, from the company's, uh, you know, lifespan of a console, it makes no sense if they go, um, you know, and upgrade this shit out of this, you know, quote-unquote Switch Pro and then mm-hmm. say, okay, well, we're right in the middle of the Switch's lifespan of, of four years. Yeah. Console lifespan usually is about eight to nine years. You know, if we're gonna be upgrading the shit out of this one now, and then what? You're gonna expect customers to pay for another console in another four years or so to meet that end of the lifespan of the Switch. It's a big ask. It's a
1: lot of money. Yeah, To me, me it was just, it's a little too late in the life cycle to be trying it. Yeah. Unless they do go (laughs) all out and basically do like a mix between, as I said, to me and you, it's like, we're arguing semantics, whether it's a Mm. new console, whether it's a pro, I think it'll just be... I don't think they'll get off the formula of the Switch for, like, at least a decade. It's going to be hard not. to get to get off that formula of mm. what they have. And we've discussed this in previous podcasts, so do go back and listen. Um, but I would love to see, you know, maybe once every five years or so, they just do a quote-unquote revision. Yep. And then upgrade. And then have it so the cartridges still work across all the games. Yep. And maybe, you know, it's like PC. You might have certain games just run at lower resolution, lower mm. frame rates on original runs. Yep. You know, because to me, consoles are starting to become a lot more modular, um, oh, like yeah. PCs, and I hope they keep going down that route. Yeah. Because right. as not just as a PC enthusiast, but just as a as someone who enjoys video games, to be able to go, Hey, I bought this Switch, you know, say two, three years ago and, you know, they bought out the next one, or say you bought one right now, and then they bring Mm. out the next one next year, which would just be your luck, you know. (laughs) uh, And they go, okay, well, we're going to make it so it can be more powerful when it's plugged into the dock, and this will work across all of them. It might not be as powerful in handheld mode, but if you're a streamer, you're like, fuck yeah, you know, I can still, Mm. you know, buy the new dock and get the benefit. Yeah, You know, I I really like that idea, so I hope Nintendo does go down that route, and if they Mm. do these new Joy-Cons and... if it's going to be a Switch Pro or whatever, I hope these new Joy-Cons that they are planning on or they've got patented, if they do come out, are compatible with the old ones. Yeah. Because, you know, I, would, like, I don't hate them, but there is a reason why I use the Switch Pro controllers. Yeah. Uh, they're just, to me, the best controllers on the market. Like, the Wii U Pro controller is still my absolute favorite controller I've oh, I
0: love that thing.
1: They're so good. Like, it's nice and big. The thumbsticks are in a great spot. The- the battery th- lasts like D-pad forever. is fantastic. Yeah, and it's got like an 80-hour battery life that yeah. actually lasts 80 yeah. hours. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. <laughs> I couldn't just, find it for a year, plugged it in, and it was like just ready to go. Yeah. Oh, you know, I love this thing. It's just... Uh, Nintendo, look, they might drive <clears throat> you nuts with a lot of their decisions, but they do make probably the best quality stuff. Oh, they make some good shit. Yeah. They really
0: do. Um, now, going back to the Joy-Con, just with the the actual build quality and all that sort of stuff as well. From yeah. the pattern that was released or just granted, um, they've actually changed the layout of the of the switch on the, the Joy-Con itself. So now yeah. the D-pad has been pushed to the top, um, yeah. whereas it used to be the joystick. So yeah. with regards to that, this is gonna be changing the layout to or I guess for people who play a multiplayer um, yeah. Because when you take the the controller off, they, obviously for people who don't know, um, you can actually use them as I guess mini controllers when you play multiplayer. Yeah. This is going to change the orientation for that. I don't think it's going to impact too many you know multiplayer games because a lot of them are quite yeah. simple anyway. But just having the the D pad on top and then the the joystick sort of in the middle of the controller, if they were to yeah. go with this
1: pattern, it'd be kind of weird. Yeah, I think the joystick should be at the top of the D-pad underneath. So that way, yeah. the joy pa- the, Because, the, let's be real. For, like, what? When did DualSho- DualShock with the analog sticks come in? Like, 2000 or mm. something like that? Like, 99? We've been using the left analog stick for movement yeah, f- for 20-odd years. So, to be like, we're going to put it on the right-hand side, so your right... Like, unless it's just going to be... D-pad for movement only and then the right sticks for camera, because like using it for camera control is a lot better than using a D-pad. But that would depend on the very specific game in that situation. So I don't know. It could like it could work out really, really well if it's for like party games. Mm. But if you wanted to play something like Splatoon or something like that, you know, where you need a little more precision and you like you're playing like split screen co op. I don't know if Splatoon's got it, I haven't played the bloody thing. Um, but just using that as an example, if it does, you know, and two people are playing with those controllers, it's going to be really odd. It is. I think, trying to move around and stuff. Because yeah. You're going to want the two analog yeah. sticks instead. And what they've done as well,
0: when they've merged the, um, the four buttons into a physical D pad, you then also lose the, I guess, the double mapping. So on the controller, when you're taking it off, um, you know, to play, you know, multiplayer, local uh, multiplayer. Those directional buttons can then double as you know your a b x y buttons, but yeah. now you have your physical d-pad. you've kind of lost that double mapping for the um for the buttons as well. so you know with all that being said, I don't think they're really gonna be going with this kind of um setup. It's an interesting yeah. pattern, and it look it'd be better for people who play this alone or have it docked or play a portable. My only issues yeah. are really for people who want to do local local co-op or whatever. yeah but if you've got your, your other switch, I'm sure you could use that, or you can have your you know your pro controller, or you can just use yeah. the other side.
1: Yeah, and like look at the end of the day, if they, as I said, make them like interchangeable between both versions of the switch, then it doesn't matter. Just pick up the ones yep. you want. Exactly. You know, like you, the, the good thing with the Switch is you do have a lot of options when it mm. comes to controllers and that. Yeah. And like I know people complain about Xbox having like a million different freaking versions of the same controller, but mm. they're all very slightly different and they're yep. all good for one person or another. Yeah. You know I think it's something PlayStation could learn from is to have more variations oh, on yeah. the controller, uh, and more c- controller customization instead of kind of just being like one size fits all sort of deal. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah like. I think for anyone who does co op, like say a family situation, hmm. this ain't this ain't the controller to have. Yeah. But if you're, exactly. you know, like someone like you who's just playing on your own for the most part, hmm. you'll be fine. By myself, you crying know? in the back room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you're not in a relationship and I'm the lonely one here. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> we'll totally have friends.
2: I <laughs>
0: we'll don't put myself been. to sleep. <laughs> so just before we move off uh, this switch topic, the rumored price tag that's come from multiple sources is around three hundred fifty to four hundred USD. Um, it's I think the switch came out at two ninety nine USD. Um, so yeah. if it's around the three hundred fifty, be fifty extra USD. 350 to 400 would mean that that would sit around the 6 to 650 mark, somewhere around that in Australia. Um, yeah. Maybe even more with the transport costs, conversions, and, you know,
1: all of that import tax yeah. that we get stuck with. Oh, the one thing to remember it is coming from Japan, mm. which does make it a little bit cheaper. Yeah. So I would say it's probably going to be between, to me, I would see, like, say it comes out, anything more than 550 would be a bad decision. Um, I called yeah. the price of the PS5, I called the price of the Xbox Series X, because to me, I'm like, just as a value for money thing, and people are going, oh, why is it more expensive, you know, it's not like these these are huge upgrades, you know, mm. they're a moderate upgrade, uh, in terms of specs and stuff, you've got to remember we're in a silicon so- shortage at the moment, Yeah, because we have... Huge amounts of GPUs on the market that have just been made from AMD, NVIDIA. You got the new uh, CPUs from AMD, Intel, and NVIDIA yep. who own ARM. Um, Apple's trying to get in with their own cpu making manufacturing process you've got all the ram all that stuff and then you've got the ps5 on top of it the xbox series x and they are struggling to keep up with demand uh, yeah and then like that's excluding the fact you're getting scalpers who are stocking up on all of this so everyday people like you and me uh, who want one yeah are like you know we're actively getting anything we can get our hands on when it comes <laughs> to it so, you know so it makes it really freaking hard so yeah I would see the price maybe high at launch and drop quickly. Yeah. Uh, once they build up a stock. Because, I mean, the Switch was out of stock for the first two years of its life cycle. Hmm. Uh, like, it was in so much demand. And then once the pandemic started, I think it was still outselling every other console. Oh, yeah. Like, they sold heaps. By, by, they just sold out everywhere. Especially uh, those
0: Animal Crossing themed consoles. Oh, yeah yeah that thing cakes.
1: was gone yeah absolutely gone like i was gonna go like when uh, animal crossing dropped because you kept bugging me to get it uh, <laughs> i was gonna go into the store and buy it um and i called the store to see what they had and they're like no nah, we're sold out like shit yeah know, and you like you were bugging me like weeks before yeah I'm like, all right it, I'll it, put it on it's, it's well. the game to play and man. it was just it was just gone like yeah you don't like a lot of it's like the it's like the wii People don't realize mm. how much of this console is sold. There are like seventy million sales or something of the Switch. Oops. Like, you it's can't deny fr- how powerful Nintendo I, is. I bet. I feel like the Switch is currently on track to beat the PS2. Yeah, like in terms of sales, it's... like with like PS2 made like came out just at that golden time of gaming. It wasn't the most like you got to remember PS2 wasn't the most powerful console that there was. Mm. You know, at the time it was arguably the weakest out of that generation. But what it did, it did better than everything else. Oh, yeah. You know? And then, like, where you could just plug in, and go for it, there was no shenanigans, it was very easy to use. And the Switch is the same. You know, mm. like, you look at, like, you know, because it came out on the PS4 and Xbox One. The problem the PS4 and Xbox One have is, one, the user interface on both of those isn't amazing. Like, the Xbox is pretty decent compared to the PlayStation. The PlayStation is pretty rough. But they're updating, like, huge patches and shit you know it's just ridiculous you know Mm. whereas like yeah you do get some of those sort of things on the switch but like everything is relatively small Mm. on the switch so like if i have to if i haven't updated smash bros for like six months and i have to update it i'm not going to be waiting like an hour for it to download because nintendo servers suck shit like that's the problem i have with sony i love them but you know every update, um, and you know what my internet's like. Yeah. No matter how big it is, it takes forever. Yeah. Even when I'm plugged in by Ethernet, because their servers just can't handle it. Whereas uh, Nintendo, however, I don't know what they've done to set theirs up. theirs is flawless. I've never yeah. had an issue. You know, so I do see it. It might not necessarily beat PS2, but I reckon it will get very close. It's, I think it's going to be yeah. their most successful console by far. It'd be
0: in the ballpark, and I think they'd be silly to move away from the Switch model mm. and just
1: having portability is just so good yeah, I, I can't wait to get mine like to me it's just like as cool as like the PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X and that look the Switch is hard to beat you know like the yeah. way you already like the way you took the concept of the Switch you know originally yeah. like that whole idea of let me play on the gamepad without having to have the TV on and that like yeah. that was dope you know you can yeah. be away from the console to play the game mm. you know so you could have your t- like Like, say I had the Wii U set up in this room, and then I go over to my bedroom, I could sit there and play. Yeah. You know, which was just fantastic. And the Switch just allows you to take that to the extreme. But Mm. it's funny that this is the second time Nintendo's had a good console that just didn't quite sell well, like the GameCube. Mm -hmm. And then they follow it up with something that is just a behemoth, like the Wii. And then they got the Wii U, which didn't sell well, and then the Switch, which is just made the Wii U look completely irrelevant oh, which yes. is hilarious and like the Wii U actually isn't that bad I think it sold like 15 16 million consoles around that which yeah. it sounds like jack let's be real but it's still I think in the top 10 or top 15 most successful consoles of all time hmm. like it's still actually a pretty high seller because you gotta remember 16 million that's a big number Yeah, you know it's not what they projected and uh, Nintendo did get humbled but you know they came out of it a lot better at the end
0: yeah i think uh the switch at the moment is sitting on about 74 million yeah in four years so it's, it's, just, it's just fucking huge yeah because you gotta cause remember the massive.
1: playstation 2 what well, that self that sold for like 15 years yeah <laughs> like exactly like it just like they didn't stop making ps2 games i think until like the ps4 came out
0: mm. and this is 74 yeah. million in four years It's just, it's already sold, outsold the Xbox. It's just, it's crazy. But, um, next topic is, uh, Pikmin is getting its own AR mobile game, um, developed by the same people who developed Pokemon Go, Niantic. Um, and they said that this is going to be released later in 2021. Um, are you interested in getting this or are you going to pass on it? Uh,
1: it depends if I can get more into the Pikmin games. I enjoy watching them. I've yeah. watched like, some speedruns of them. They're, 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 a, they're a pretty chill game. They do have moments where they're a little hectic, hmm. I'll be honest. Uh, but they're fun. It's a cutesy game. I think a, a problem I have is if it's going to be similar to the vein of Pokemon Go... Mm. If we're still in a pandemic at the time, which we <laughs> probably are... I don't know if it's the best time to be releasing it. Like, yeah. for someone... Like, a country like Australia, it's pretty okay. It's fine, But somewhere yeah. like America, where their numbers are so ridiculous... Mm. Or, like, throughout Europe and things like that... That's where I'm like... I don't know if it's a great decision to release... Yeah. Uh, an AR game, if you've got to walk around for it. I haven't looked into it a ton, personally... Yeah. But how about you? Are you, are you on board with something like this?
0: I'm always happy to give it a go. I am. Um, I'm very casual on Pokemon Go. Like I'll, I'll sort of play it in waves where I'll go in and I'll just you know smash through it. And now I'm in like the lull of the wave where I'm just like literally turning it on, spinning a one stop, catching one Pokemon to get my daily streak, and then I just close it. Mm. Um, so I, I I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm fairly bored of it at the moment. Um, I'm only really opening it up to catch, like, you know, some legendaries, and, and that's basically it. Um, so I am looking forward to a new Niantic game. You know, I'm always happy to try it out. I've never played a Pikmin game before in my life. Niantic did do, or did try to do, a Pokemon Go esque game with Harry Potter, um, yeah. the Wizarding Wonders, or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah.
1: That wasn't too uh, bad. It just it wasn't was- amazing. Yeah, and not a lot of people okay. were
0: playing it because back then Pokemon Go was still very, very popular. Um, yeah. at Pokemon Go, like you just you can't muck around with a franchise Pokemon. I think like in the year twenty twenty, Pokemon Go had its most successful or financially successful year to date. Mm. Yeah, it's in, still, in a pandemic.
1: I think it's still among the most popular, if not the most popular, mobile game. Yeah, like it's, it's massive. Like a lot of people like, oh, but I don't play it anymore. It's like, yeah, you don't. But you yeah. got to remember, a lot of people love it. And a lot of people got into, like, weight loss through this game. Like, yeah. going for long walks and stuff. Like, I've got a friend... I've got a couple of friends who play it still very regularly. Mm. And they'll go out every day for a walk. Yep. And, you know, before they were playing it, they were sitting around doing nothing. Yep. You know? It gets people up So, there. Like, yeah. And like, this is what I'm, this game... i interested in what it can do, but I just yeah. don't see it being the success. At least here. Maybe in Japan it'll be freaking massive, but... yeah.
0: And this is what this game sets out to do. So um, what they say is that we're overjoyed to make new memories with our partners at Nintendo and you. Imagine exploring the world through the wonder of AR and alongside all of your pals, including the new hashtag PikminFriends. When you go to Niantic's website, it says this app will include gameplay activities to encourage walking and make walking more delightful. slated to launch later this year this will be the first title created by our tokyo studio since it was established in april 2018 so look i'm happy to give it a go happy to see what it's all about i'm always interested in that sort of stuff um will it be as successful as pokemon go just comparing the two franchises pikmin versus pokemon i'd say no Um, no, wait. not even po- close like,
1: that's that's <laughs> very unfair because pokemon is legitimately the highest grossing thing of all time exactly of any yeah. franchise that has ever existed the only thing yep. that comes even close to it is hello kitty yeah and that's still nowhere near it pokemon yep. is so far ahead of everything else it's Sorry, uh, just to get a little go back one topic real quick how we were talking about custom controllers and stuff mm. uh, the uh, Xbox just announced a run of specific Bethesda-styled Xbox controllers. Oh, nice! Which is pretty cool. So you got like Fallout-themed ones, Doom-themed ones, and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, that's breaking news for you from uh, like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Although probably news a few hours ago. I don't really that remember. you were not here for a couple of days after recording this. <laughs> yeah, boy. So old we news. are we're ahead of the curve. <laughs> We're quicker yeah. than the Australian media. They're um, onto it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, look, I, I think this will be a good game. My only thing is that people just don't know what Pikmin is. I, I, yeah. I've asked a few people, you know, you're getting into this game. And they go, what the fuck is a Pikmin? And they go, is that yeah. a Pokemon? I'm like, no, it's it's a whole <laughs>
1: different franchise. They go, oh, ah, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, like, so. it's, as I said, it's Japan, it'll do well. Here, yeah. unless you're a Nintendo kid, exactly, you know, yeah. it's it's really hard. And even Nintendo kids haven't freaking played Pikmin. Yeah, you know, like I've got Pikmin one and three. I can't find the second one anywhere. Yeah, you know, and I've only like really played a few hours of each. Internal. Yeah, like I haven't full on got into them. I do enjoy them, but it's just one of those games where it doesn't personally hold my interest. Yeah. So I have to kind of force myself a little bit. I'm sure it gets a lot better by the end game in terms of the puzzles and stuff, but mm. yeah, it's it's a bit of a tough sell. Uh, again, as is the theme of today. Why? Why, why? A Pikmin? Exactly. Yeah. I think why. there'll be a big spike,
0: you know, the initial interest, checking out what it is, all that sort of stuff. Mm. And then there'll just be a very, very quick drop off when people go, Well, this is not better than Pokemon Go and hardly mm. anyone's playing it compared to what, you know, the numbers are for Pokemon Go yeah it's gonna go back to Pokemon go <laughs> yeah
1: I'd be I'd be interested so. to see if they do something different in terms of gameplay mechanics I hope they do because um, like if they basically make because the Harry Potter one was basically let's be real it was just Pokemon go um, it's it's Pokemon go but instead
0: of spinning the ball, you do track different maps with the spell yeah yeah so instead of like spinning and, and flicking it you draw a circle or you draw a square and yeah. like, that was but basic basically
1: yeah. the gameplay was still the exact same thing it wasn't really that different so and they, they
0: imported the same pokemon ghost stops and they use that yeah. as like a as some wizarding hut or something like that so it's exactly yeah. the same thing just harry potter skin
1: yeah so if they change it up it's definitely got potential like yep. but it's gonna be a tough sell within mm. you know the western market because pikmin yep. although it did sell well it's not a juggernaut you know yeah, exactly. To be able to like yep. run a franchise off in yep. that sense
0: now speaking of potential yes there was a massive patch for a game that you
1: love I'll let you take Ma- this one then. Massive is an understatement, right? It's this patch was huge. so freaking big, it's only half as big as Pickle's dick, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but which is massive. No, yeah, like, wow, nice cock. Well. Uh, <laughs> but to put in perspective, right? This patch was so monstrous for Cyberpunk 1.2. Like to scroll through it with a fast scroll takes thirty seconds. Yeah. It is It huge. is over five hundred different fixes. And it is about a on Steam I had a twenty eight point eight gig. I think the G O G version's like a thirty four gig patch. Uh, so it's but it's about a thirty gig to forty gig patch depending on what platform you're playing on. Yeah. So monstrous. Put in perspective A game we uh, will talk about In a little bit uh, It's It was more than The download For the game Outriders For the demo mm. of that uh, yeah. That's how Freaking big it is Now I didn't get to play around Too much with it I gave it a quick go Because you know It's a big download And it only got released Like late last night um, Slash early this morning And I, uh, The only way I can put it The driving Was the first thing I wanted to test Because they're like Oh we've You know We've changed the driving Holy shit, did they fix the driving. I can't explain to you how much better it is. So before, when you would drive, the arse end of the car would take out from underneath you. Yeah. That's the only way I could describe it. Like There was no weight at the front. Mm. So your car would just go everywhere. And the acceleration was 0 to 100 immediately. There was no mm. delay in building up speed. They fixed that. Now, the cars probably might feel a little too heavy. But that's just a minor tweak you can actually fucking drive now you know is that because you're used to how the cars were that now they feel too heavy or is it just like it could be based on your experience with other cars i haven't played it for a while i need to try it with a few different cars i tried it with i haven't tried the bikes yet uh full disclosure i did try uh a few of the like super fast cars so Mm -hmm. i'm curious to see if like the big suvs and that um feel even heavier because if they yep. do, then it's going to be relative and it'll make sense. But if okay. they all feel yep. as heavy as each other, then it's like, okay, they might need to make the supercars feel a little lighter. You know, because yep. they should be, let's be real, they should probably be a little floaty um, mm. compared to an SUV, like which should be really tight and really heavy. Yeah. Um, but like the cars that are meant to be going like 300 kilometers an hour and shit, it's like, yeah, they're meant to freaking fly. But yep. they fixed the acceleration problem, which to me was the big issue. And, yeah, okay. You know, like turning isn't just like 90 degree turn. You know, it, hmm. it it's more of a gentle curve. So, Yeah, okay. It's just it is much better. Like straight up. It's just much yep. better. It's not perfect yet, but it's not a driving game. You know, like yes, driving's a key component and you do it a fair bit in the game, but think of it like Grand Theft Auto. Like Grand Theft Auto's San Andreas is driving, very arcadey but very easy to master. You go Mm. to 5, and the driving, it's a lot heavier in comparison. Yeah. Because they wanted it to be more realistic, which is perfectly acceptable. But, you know, it takes longer to learn Grand Theft Auto Five's driving versus learning San Andreas's driving. And I think in the context of a game that could take you upwards of 100 hours to beat, if you're doing everything, you'll master the driving in that game. Like, Mm. I got the hang of the driving for what it was, but I hated it, you know? Yeah. I basically use the bikes because you could just go in a straight line, you know. Um, Yeah, okay. And everyone's like, "Oh, the turning is shit." It's like, yeah, but you get you learn to just slow down, you know. And it's more we as gamers are spoiled when it comes to games because you play something like Grand Theft Auto on that, and you know you're just gunning it the whole time, yeah, because you can just slam the handbrake on and it'll make it so you can get around any corner. Whereas, mm. like, in Cyberpunk, they didn't want that. They wanted it to be, like, a little more realistic. But the problem is, yeah, they, the acceleration was such an issue, it was impossible to do anything. Like, you would just lose mm. control straight away. So, they've definitely fixed the driving. I need to test if the cops, uh, you know, shit still, or if they actually did fix that. But given the fact that driving's been done, and the fact this list is so monstrous, you know, I have a lot of faith. And... They, uh, they definitely, I think, got a lot of faith back from the community, which is good. news. Yeah. Uh, we discussed it again in a previous podcast of, you know, a lot of people were pissy and shitty about this game not being what they expected it to be, which is fair, you know, to an extent. Uh, but this, at the end of the day, is going, hey, look, we haven't given up on this game and we're going to continue to work on it and make it what we meant it to be. I think one comment I did see on Twitter that pissed me off, though, was some dudes like, oh, give up on the game and just make Witcher 3 for PS5 and that. It's like... Come on. No. Like, Witcher (laughs) 3 has been remade, like, three times now. Like, for all different consoles and just, like, on every possible platform just about. Like, Cyberpunk, it's, like, six months old. You know, like, it should be more than what it is. I mean, yeah. it's probably more than six months. I can't even remember when it came out. Uh, like, that shows you how good my memory is for modern games. I, give me, like, games from 2005, 2004. It's like, yeah, I know exactly when that came out. <laughs> modern shit. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, like, less than a year old. I'm like, what? It's like when someone's yeah. like, oh, Doom Eternal came out at the start of last year. I'm like, no, it didn't. That came out, like, two <laughs> was, years ago. It's like, no, it started last year. I'm like, fuck off. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> the pandemic's messed with me. Yeah. But, like, I can't speak for if it's done any uh, performance Improvements overall for mm. like say someone who's got a computer like yours, like you'd be able to play it. I don't know about streaming it unless you wanted to go through your capture yeah. card specifically, um, yeah. and do as a workaround. But you know, it's 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 hard to say that it's going to be if you like say you were dying to stream this game. I still think you would like, and you haven't got the best computer. You're gonna have to look at the upgrades. I don't think they've done much in the way of performance yeah. upgrades. But bug fixes Oh sorry Uh They are just Seemingly better I used to always get a bug Where I'd get the same audio line Pop every time I loaded up the game Yeah And i get the subtitle Stuck on the screen That's gone I, I tried it a couple times Didn't show it once So uh, That's good They fixed that um, Yeah They still haven't added New Game Plus yet But they said that was coming Post this patch um, right, they, did okay. want to, they did want to try to get it In between But they, then They you know did this monster patch and they're like yeah we don't have time mm. to do that so i'm yep. hoping it comes out soon because uh, i do really really want to play it again but i don't want to go from the very bottom up i just want to kind of yeah. cruise through have a good time smash yep. out the side missions and just have fun and maybe make some different choices to what i made
0: yeah as, as someone who you know like myself refunded it just seeing that the company is actually continuing to work on the game, continuing to improve it and actually, you know, sticking to their word and seeing the fucking size of all these updates in this latest patch. Mm. I was like, okay, alright. You know, I'm gonna be looking into this game. I'm keeping my eye on it. Um I'm definitely convinced I will be buying it at some point. Um it just needs to be at a particular point in the game where, you know, it's you know the the issues are still addressed and all that sort of stuff. But it's just giving me a huge vote of confidence into Cyberpunk as as the game to be like, cool, this is going to get to where it needs to be and where it really should have been at mm. release. Um, and it's 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 so good to see, just for fans, that we are going to eventually get the game mm. that we were promised, you know, what was advertised. It sucks, you know, what happened, and, you know, we're not going to go into that because, you know, everyone's fucking beating that dead horse. But, yeah, it, it's it's just good to see that even with all the backlash and all that sort of shit they are going to be bringing out the best version of the game they can. It just will yeah. take time. So for me and people like me I'd probably say don't buy it yet. and Wait yeah. for a couple more patches. Um, yeah. But or yeah, even this, this if, is a even huge if
1: you f- know someone who's got the game who's like cuz I'm thinking of playing it again just to see how it goes from the 1.2 patch even if it's just like yeah. you know 15 hours of gameplay or something like do a few streams on it. Um, and then if you see, hey, I haven't run into any major bugs or nothing. Because if you don't run into anything, like within about fifteen to twenty hours, you're probably not going to run into you're anything pretty too major. Yeah, you know. Um, I did notice general performance was better uh, for those who use AMD processors. For those who don't remember, they had an issue with the multi-threading, uh, like utilization, uh, back in yeah. the day uh, when the game launched, and uh, they like through the help with the community because the community has been helping them a lot as well going hey yeah, yeah. Look, this is the case another feature they added uh, just speaking on how they worked with the community is they actually added a straight up mod folder so they want mods to be made for this game they want oh, people to awesome. like, have fun with it uh, which is yeah, nice to cool. see because a lot of companies go no don't mod our game it's got to be the base experience it's like if I paid $60 for a game that's 4 hours long shove it I'm going to yeah. have as much fun with this as I can yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah I know I talked about it for like with the Kingdom Hearts PC release the reason I'm contemplating it is because I want to see the mods you can make for that you know like having custom lightsabers and keyblades and stuff it'd be so cool I want to see that stuff in the game but like I want the same thing with Cyberpunk I want custom vehicles I want custom apartments and stuff like that you know I want there to be more to the game and I don't like it. yes it's beyond the original scope but that's what mods Hmm. are for you know they add so much to the game like, anyone who's played base Skyrim will tell you it's a good game. But anyone who's played, told you they've played a modded version of Skyrim will tell you it's a great game. Because yeah, you can exactly. make it what you want. And, like, yeah. the joke with Skyrim is to mod it until it breaks. You know, and yeah. I want to do the same thing with uh, Cyberpunk, but a lot of the mods were just fixes for little issues. Uh, Any which game where you can put
0: done. Thomas the Tank Engine and Shrek in, oh, I yeah. mean...
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm trying. I, I. found a mod for uh, Resident Evil 2, uh, the HD remake, where it replaces every enemy with Mr. X. Oh, nice. And I'm like, do I want to do a playthrough of this? Because like that motherfucker is terrifying. <laughs> it just scares the crap out of me. Just running non-stop, Like, please don't kill me. Don't clap my cheeks. But yeah,
0: so look I'm very happy that they're sticking with the game mm. uh, it's definitely made me and people like me who got it refunded or just sort of held back and you know saw the the shit show of the release um, it's just given us a vote of confidence so it's good to yeah. see that they're they're still on it they're still working very hard on it evidently yeah. um, and I'm excited to see what the next couple of patches out because they they they're keeping to their word so yeah. it'll be interesting to see with and their st- road with the roadmap
1: yeah. it's going to be a good game and they are staying with that roadmap like they said it would be out in the yeah. first quarter of the year just about there it is. and it's here so it's definitely definitely on track i hope they're not yeah. doing too much crunch and stuff i hope people mm. are working in much better conditions and yeah all that sort of stuff uh but uh, yeah, so that's I think so far like the first thing that isn't a why uh, to this mm. one, and uh, let's get into another thing that isn't really a it's why, promising. but yeah, more like why did it take so long? Uh, exactly, the PS3 yeah. and PS Vita stores are closing. Hmm. So so yeah. Sony's
0: come out and said um, they're going to be uh, basically closing down the ps3 and ps vita stores um now what they said is that uh, the last day for the playstation store on ps3 will be july 2nd and the last day for playstation store on vita will follow on august 27th that's both Mm. in 2021 sony says the remaining purchase functionality for psp will also be disabled on july 2nd And I said this announcement was specifically made on the UK version of Sony's support site. The US version isn't displaying the update yet, so it's possible the dates may vary by region, so just keep that in mind. Um, Like you said, why is it taking so long? Yeah. These are very old consoles.
1: Yeah, like, I agree with supporting new consoles. Like, don't get me wrong. But the PSP still had friggin' purchasing functionality? (laughs) That thing was like 2003. (laughs) You know that that thing is old. You know, and like if they're if they're spending all these money like all this money on servers, like don't get me wrong, they're rich. Like they're still massive, but like why would you waste money and resources on a server for a console that maybe a few thousand people play? from a business you know, perspective it's yeah it's like not to me smart, it's yeah. like as a consumer i i don't think they should ever take any of these stores down but <clears throat> just to me as someone who runs my own business on the side why yeah. like to me it's like the vita i can understand cuz you know they wanted that to have functionality with the ps4 and i personally love the vita uh oh, yeah. i i what i'd like to see is maybe not necessarily the ability to purchase through the vita but you can purchase online Through their website and then still load the games up to the consoles specifically through USB or something like that or through Wi-Fi. I think that would be a much better way of utilizing their services because otherwise, like, say you just got a Vita secondhand and you're like, oh yeah, I want to, you know, like for example, I have Final Fantasy VIII on literally every console it's ever been released on because I'm an idiot and I'm obsessed Hmm. with that game, but. I might go. Hey, I like say I didn't own it on the Vita, and I want to play it on the go because Final Fantasy VIII on it's not on the Switch. I think the remaster is, um, and the remaster is the only one that isn't censored, which is funny. Uh, but um, if I want to play it on the go, that was my only way to do it before having a Switch. You know, there was no mm-hmm. other way for me to possibly do it because I don't own a PSP, and I don't know if it's out on the PSP. So, you know, if I say I bought one, and it's August 26th, You know, and I didn't know about the date ending, and it gets to August 28th. It's like, well, you know, I can't possibly do anything. This console's basically Mm. bricked to the physical uh, media that I own, let alone what I already had previously bought. So it might force an uptake in current sales. I see like a lot of people who are collectors uh, just being like, I'm getting this game now, so I've got it. But mm. I'm curious to see if they still allow for downloading of said games, like especially if you've purchased them digitally, they should yeah, uh, but I'm curious to see if that's just the case like if you've purchased it, you're still allowed to download it, no worries, but if you've purchased digital and when these are shut off, you can't download it anymore, yeah. that's gonna be like grounds for a lawsuit like straight up i'm so I'm, I'm very curious to see how that goes. I would assume they still allow the download of it, but I'm like. I don't like. I know when they shut the Wii one off. I think you could still download, but you couldn't purchase anymore. Mm. So if they go down that road, it'll be fine. Yeah my
0: my perspective is I think if you're taking a service away, regardless of how old this is, I would still like to see some kind of you know if you take something away, you bring something back. Yeah, I would love to see Sony having some kind of store where they have a PSP section or a you know. Just sort of old games that you can't get any because if you're buying games that are you know from PS1, PS2, mm. scalpers will just mark them up so much. Oh yeah, definitely. I would love to see an online store with you know not not all because I don't think you can get all, but with most of you know the PS1, PS2, PS3, PSP games where you can buy it, kind of like a Steam but for for PlayStation yeah. or Sony. Yeah. I would love something like that where if you're taking this service away understandable because you know it costs money to run this sort of stuff but while you're taking something away, you're giving something back to the consumers to say we're taking that service away but we're giving you this so it's you know it's more up to date with our modern
1: yeah. way of running this company yeah like that well, would make more sense like off, offer some form of compensation for the people who have yeah used exactly what i what i wouldn't mind saying and i know this is this is a little greedy from a consumer perspective is something for like the vita especially um Where it's like, you're not going to really port those games across to any other platform. No. And you've got it specifically for that console. And the PS3 is actually in the same boat, where basically everything made for it is specifically for it. Um, Yeah. Make it so everyone has access to just download everything. Like, just let them download everything. And it's like, oh, but that's unfair on people who purchased it. It's like, look, you supported it. And if you have the console, now you have access to everything else. You know? Yeah. Like, I think if you just go, screw it, like... You know, anyone who owns a Vita now has access to the entire Vita library. I'd be down for that. You know, I think yeah. that... Like, that would drive interest up in the Vita a lot. Because I love it. it never think happen, but With the awesome. exception <laughs> of the Switch, it's the best handheld console that I've ever freaking played. You know, and the yeah. Switch is at the unfair advantage of being, like, the Switch. You know, but the Vita, as, like, just a traditional handheld, is just... It's the best. It is. It's just straight up that yeah. good. But the problem yeah. was you know, it just released at a bad time and didn't get the PR yeah. that it deserved. And, hmm. like, to have something like that where it's like, okay, here's a crap load of free games, like, thousands of them, knock yourself out. Yeah. You'll get people interested in it. And oh, save, yeah. Like, they, like any excess consoles they have just sitting around will sell. Hmm. And exactly. And even yeah. if you want to go, okay, maybe we'll make it part of, like, the PlayStation Now service. You've got to pay 10 bucks a month or something. You could yeah. justify that you know let yeah, people exactly. just download it and have access to it same thing with the ps3 because there are people out there who are still running ps2 only because they don't have the yeah. money to get anything new you know and yeah. they just have what they have when they were kids and yeah to sit there and like say someone's only got a ps3 uh, and they want to play like some games and stuff and they don't have the money for something new give them that kind of option you know like i like the free games every month with the um playstation now stuff but yeah I'd like to see them go, like, real hardcore and just go, screw it, here's free games for everyone who owns those consoles on those consoles. And if you want the better versions of these games, we have them on the PlayStation Now service, if they do, and you can play them on PC, you can play them on the PS5 or the PS4, and, you know, like, give everyone more options, but... (coughs) Pardon me. uh, It gives, like, the the legacy users and the retro gamers like more use of that console rather than what they can get lucky and find
0: a lot of people online um, you know complaining just for a just for a change they're like you know uh, Sony will remove this but then they'll complain about emulations and all that sort of stuff you know yeah so I think yeah obviously you take a service away you don't put something back in its place it's going to result in emulation
1: yeah and look that's PS3 emulation is I think it is technically possible, but it is very hard to pull off. But yeah. the Vita is also in a very similar boat. Like just the way that Sony designed that kind of period was a little bit strange. Hmm. But I would love to see, as I said, I think if you want to go, we don't want emulation in that let people pay like x amount a month to have access to the entire yeah. library and just let them download and then that way you get rid of Provide that having to have the store and maintain the store and everything it's just yep. a big free for all you just go bam here's everything give us 10 bucks you got yeah. access donuts go yeah. Yeah. yeah and I like think something that would be good i, I would justify paying 10 bucks every other month you know to yeah. do something like that you know because then yeah. i'd actually play my ps vita for more than playing like persona 4 on the go yeah, uh, and now Persona Four came out to Steam. You know, it's really hard to justify playing the Vita. Exactly. You know, like yeah. it's like give me a reason to play it. I want to play it because I love it, mm. but there's just nothing that's driving me to play it. Yeah.
0: Um, now we've just got into a new game. Yes. That will be dropping by the time that you guys hear this uh, on the actual day. So if you're listening to this today on the first of uh, April you can get this game that we've been playing mm. called Outriders. Yes. So we've just been going through the demo. We're going to be streaming it um, over the next couple of days. Um, now, this game I I slept on mm. because I heard a few other Aussie creators get into it and go, nah, nah, this is boring as shit, blah, 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 My yeah, whatever. I sort of trust you on most things. So I'll just sort of take your word. Mm. Never really looked into it past that. And someone in my community said that, you know, uh, I'm going to get Outriders. It looks so good. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, oh, this is a game that I slept on mm. because someone else told me not to look into it or they said it was crap. So I actually looked into it and I was like, oh, shit, there's like elemental sort of damage and power-ups and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, this is like right up my alley. Mm. So I downloaded the demo. Going back to last week's theme. Back to <laughs> being <laughs> hard.
1: hard, boys.
0: <laughs> it is... Such a fun game. Mm. I was so surprised the the demo is only about two hours long. Um that's if you're sort of watching most cutscenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um three hours if you're doing absolutely everything and just really, really taking your time. Yeah. But it is an incredibly fun game. You get multiplayer aspects and all that of stuff. But um we'll go through the game from the top. So you're sort of going um, you're, you're this sort of this agent or this soldier, you're going to a planet, there's a war, I won't go too much into detail about it, um, but basically, shit goes down, you get chucked into a, a cryopod and lots of stuff, um, in the meantime, you end up getting powers, and there are four different abilities uh, that you can choose from, each different ability, I guess, it tailors to different playstyles. So, you, in your demo, you went with the, the Techno ability?
1: Yeah, the Technomancer.
0: Yeah. This is more of a long range. And what,
1: what, what kind of abilities do you get with that? So, he's more of a support class uh, from what I played. Yeah. Uh, and what you get is you get like a turret uh, that you can put out that uh, enemies can damage to kill it quicker, but it is on a time limit. And it can get elemental okay. damage to it, so I can do corrosive damage, it can freeze enemies yeah. in place... Uh, you also get a grenade, which or landmine grenade sort of thing, which is perfectly good. It's hmm. very straightforward. And then you've also got, like, a kind of, like... I don't know how to describe it. Like, an artillery thing that you pop up that just shoots a crap yeah. load of rockets and does yep. insane amount of damage to, like, a crap load of people. Nice. However, it's useless if you've got a roof over the top of you, because it'll shoot it into them. Ah, oh, they So, hit. No, like, okay. you've, you've right. got to pay attention to what you're doing. Which yeah, I do yeah, like, okay. because... It it means you have to pay attention to what's going on in the game, and yeah, yeah like it's it's definitely it's definitely interesting because you don't necessarily have to play the class specifically like that. Because when yeah. when I was playing through it last night, because I got through it a lot quicker than you did, because I one I got much better drops than you did because I got lucky. Yeah, and I got uh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I I did <laughs> skip a lot of the cutscenes because I don't <laughs> like spoiling games for myself. Uh, I don't care mm. if someone spoils it for me because it doesn't ruin the experience because I'm still going to enjoy it for myself. Uh, but when I am uh, when I was playing, I noticed when you level up, you get access to this giant skill tree looking thing. And basically you can yep. level into specific different variations of the build. So think of it like yep. D&D in a sense where it's like I might be a paladin uh, but I might be like a chaos paladin, or something mm. like you know. You can very, you can customize it to your playstyle in that sense. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what level caps and all that sort of stuff is, and what you know the kind of limit on. That yeah, one. I haven't looked into that either. Me either, but yeah. uh, I'm not sure how far you can take it. If you can get that overpowered and just basically unlock everything, um, you yep. can swap out your skills and abilities, which is pretty cool. Uh, But the game I told you it reminded me of Because a lot of people were like Oh it's like Borderlands It's like Destiny It's like this, this, this this." To me it's Diablo with guns And the reason I say that Is because the way the difficulty of the game works And the looting system And the leveling system Is very much Diablo
0: Hmm.
1: And like the easiest way to put it is The difficulty system is classified as world tiers And you go from tier I think it's tier 1's lowest all the way up to tier 15 and the higher difficulty you play on the better chance of better drops you get and yeah more experience more money more this more that so it's yep. definitely the sort of game i know i'm going to put hundreds of hours into oh yeah me too
0: i was you probably were noticing this i was in a bit of a rut of games lately yeah it's like, oh, me being the little bitch I am, I don't know what to play. But it's, I wouldn't say it's <laughs> you being the little bitch. I just don't bitch. feel it's, like it.
1: It's like, you're, just, you're at that point where it's, you've played all the games you've wanted to play, where you've been excited yeah. for them. And it's like, you've because you've just come off like three straight games of, man, I really wanted to play that. And then you're just like, oh, yeah. man, I need a break. <laughs> like, you want to yeah. play a game, but it's like, I, what the fuck do I play? Because I've played what I wanted to play. You yeah know.
0: and at this point in time Kingdom Bridges Spirits is going to come out I was like really resting on that like oh I'm going to make so much content around it I'm going to stream the shit out of it yeah. people are going to fucking hate it after and <laughs> playing it so much. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and so I'm like man what yeah. am I playing I don't even have my Switch I'm like come on <laughs>
1: yeah you're just you're stuck in that little spot of you know, like, there's games you, you wouldn't mind playing, but, you know, if you want to stream it, you need a better computer to really do it. And it's like, yeah, you're sort of exactly. just, you're stuck in this kind of weird limbo at the moment. And yeah. I get that, and I shouldn't have that excuse. You know, I've got access to way more than what you do when it comes to gaming. Yeah. Um, and as a streamer, because I have a much higher end PC, so I can stream the latest games, no worries um just to flex on the haters uh, i'm broke yeah, this, this game no <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you know when you find a game like this where you can literally within the first what 30 minutes you're like this is it i love this
0: yeah you know i i was playing it i'm like, okay it's just like you know another kind of generic third person shooter interesting story you know Interplanetary travel. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got me. Like, you know, I'll, I'll definitely give this a go. I like the demo. As soon as those powers kicked in, I was like, oh fuck yes! Yeah. I'm like, holy shit! I'm, like, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. And then as soon as I got to the end of the demo, I was like, oh my god, this yeah. is it! And uh, I'm, let's I'm out, be out of real, my rut. We'll
1: probably end up streaming it tonight, playing different characters. Uh, oh yeah, we're probably gonna end up playing this demo about ten times before, even like before the game comes out in like two days. Yeah. So, so just going back to the um the powers. So you had your what was, that, the Tec- what was it the Tech was tech
0: Technomancer. Um, I played someone called the Trickster, which is considered more of a mid-range sort of attack. So, um, if you play in the style of your particular class, you actually get health. So, if Karlik was shooting someone with his Technomancer from a long distance, he'd actually get additional health because he's playing in the style of his class. For me, mine was more of a mid-range. So, if I was killing someone, not you know face-to-face or, you know, hand-to-hand combat, but more of a mid-range um, sort of distance, I would then get additional health from killing, you know, because I'm playing within the, the role of my my character. Yeah. The abilities that I got with this trickster,
1: I think are the best from what I've seen. I've never <laughs> seen a man have such a hard erection in my life. <laughs> a, that is the way I can put so, it. I Like, he. not only did he go... Hey, watch this when he first did it. He showed it off ten more times because he loved it that much. He's like, no, no, you've got to watch. Look at this shit. He was so happy about it. And I haven't seen him be... I can't remember the last game I've seen you that like... This is the tits. Well played. Mate,
0: it was so good. So for those who don't know, for Trickster, this is the one for the weebs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you can teleport behind someone... Do the whole, what's it, was it? Teleport, yeah. Teleport behind someone. You can then slow down time. So Trickster actually has the ability to manipulate space and time. So you can create this bubble or force field around a small perimeter around yourself. So what I did was I teleported behind a group of people. I quickly did this big time slowing down bubble... And then I would take a few steps back when I have a whole bunch of guys trapped in this slow time bubble, and then press the, I think it's the left trigger. Mm. This then has this blade that disintegrates everyone in that range. And I'm just like, holy shit, you just wipe out so many people. If, if you can time it right and you plan it well, mm. you are an absolute fucking beast. And (laughs) that's how I did it. I just made sure everyone got in the same location
1: and I just kept doing that. I I loved it. And I want to point out, I think the biggest smile that came across your face wasn't even when you pulled that off. It's when you realized their bullets when they went, traveled through the slowdown time thing slowed down as well. So you had time you could use it defensively. You know, this game gives you so many options when you play.
0: So in, in that bubble... I, uh, first time I saw that I was like what the fuck is this and I'm like holy shit the enemy's bullets who are shooting inside the bubble slow mm. down as well any- and I'm like so not only yeah. is it a good offensive move where you can lock people in and trap people it's also acting as a defense because people shooting at you from outside the bubble you're given more reaction time because their bullets just don't reach you so you can jump out of the way yeah
1: and it's crazy and i think it also works in the case of them shooting from outside the bubble as soon as anything enemy related hits that bubble it slows down yeah so it it's slows right down and yeah. mind you this is what you're level five you know yeah. you're you're a very low level you know i got to level and it's just the th- three, only three basic the demo only lets you get to level seven uh but you yeah. you learn like you have so many options in the first hour of gameplay it's ridiculous Oh yeah you know, And I haven't played a game like that That isn't called Diablo 3 in a long time And mm. Diablo 3 yeah. like You level up relatively quick in Diablo 3 To start with mm. And like you slow down obviously as you get to the really crazy high levels But yeah. You have so many different builds you can play And this game yeah. As I said it just gives me that vibe But it gives me the vibe In which I can tell Blizzard to go suck a dick uh which you know again gotta do just, it just for a change. I, I also want to follow up on uh, me saying blizzard can suck a dick actually from the i think it was the last podcast i talked about it. you know how the ceo got the 200 million dollar bonus oh yeah the, all yeah, the yeah. people who got laid off you know what their compensation was it was battle what? net um gift cards oh get so fucked. money that they had to pay back to the company
0: oh come on yeah fuck fuck it's, a, it's a gift card yeah
1: <laughs> fuck blizzard fuck activision suck a fatty Dude from this cares, pimp man. daddy but talking about a game that won't <laughs> suck This actually from the guys i forget the uh developer's name off the top of my head it is published by square enix but they made Bulletstorm. bullet storm and if you've never played bullet because i don't think you have have you no you were saying um, that to me yesterday yeah. I'll, I'll love it yeah you will because you like doom right Like, you enjoyed Mm. Doom 2016. You will... I think you'll probably enjoy this. Maybe not as much, or maybe a little more. It depends on how you kind of feel. Because the whole point of Bulletstorm is... You've got to make every kill as ridiculous and over-the-top as possible. Because you get more score, more points, more health back and stuff for it. So, it's just... It's silly, over-the-top, and dumb. And it's so much fun. Like, I haven't finished it, but the game is a little heavy for me is the way I'd put it like I like very fast paced mm. shooters and yeah Bulletstorm is it's still quick but you know I'm Doom level fast you know I need that shit to be flying Yeah, okay. you know, and make you say yeah. Bolt look like a turtle you know uh, yeah. but for if you've never never played any of their games again I do feel bad for forgetting the uh, developer's name I do apologise but th- so far the two games of theirs that I've played are fantastic absolutely brilliant mm.
0: It's, uh, yeah, as you said, I can definitely just see myself putting hundreds of hours into this. And just to get back into the other two powers. So we have the Technomancer, we've got the, the Trickster, um, different ranges. So Technomancer is long range, the Trickster is mid-range. You have a short range, which is a Pyro. Mm. Apparently he sucks, um, you know, face-to-face. Uh, apparently he's very, very weak. Yeah. Um, he might be yeah like a people who. Cannon. Yeah, I think it's a bit like that, but then you also have uh, the Devastator, who basically is a walking tank, he covers himself in like, if you kind of remember Infamous Second Son, where you get the concrete powers, Mm. um, and you encase yourself in concrete armour, that's basically Devastator, Mm. he's a fucking tank, Um, neither of us have tried out the Devastator or Pyro, so we'll be doing that tonight, just to see what sort of plays in in our sort of um, play style. But I think I think I found my my playstyle instantly with trickster. Yeah. I could see myself like um,
1: like Diablo, where I will literally level every single class up to the max. Yeah. max them out. Mm. Do everything you can do. Like to put in perspective, yep. I have my barbarian in Diablo three, and just one barbarian, he's like four hundred hours. That's one character. Yep. So I I have Shit. thousands of hours in Diablo three, uh, in yeah. total. And I would not hazard a guess that I would probably be pushing five, six hundred hours of this game um, over the course of this yeah. year alone. I, you know, cause I can't wait for us to get into it. Like, it's going to be great. And the, the one thing that I'm excited for, and I know I give you shit for this in the past, and I'll, I'll do it in future as well, <laughs> where you get excited for a game, you play it for two streams, and then you just play it off stream because you can't be fucked anymore. Nah, this, um, but this, this, this game, to me, I is the sort of game it. you're going to play I, at least two different playthroughs the full way through on stream. At the very yeah.
0: least, uh, it's you know it feels so different from any other game. I, yeah. I'm just like, I'm I'm itching to get back into it. Yeah,
1: now. like I'm probably gonna uh, mess around with the Trickster or something tonight. Uh, like now, um, I might even try <sighs> so like good. one of like I might try the Pyro, and then if I like it, I'll just stick with it. If you want to try Devastator or something, you know, we'll yeah, we'll figure it I'll out. Try we'll of figure
0: them. it out. But um, yeah, so. The guns feel great. I'm not, I'm not huge on you know first or third-person shooters or anything yeah. like that, but to me, the guns feel great. Um, I love the the rifles and all that stuff. They just feel great. Yeah. Another, another really good thing about the game as well is it's multiplayer. Yes. It is cross-platform. So if someone has this on PlayStation, as long as they have the PlayStation Plus service, mm. they can jump into your game with a PC player, and you can even have...
1: You can go up to three players, yeah. but
0: you can have one person PC, one Xbox, and one PlayStation. Yeah.
1: I love that games it's are going like this awesome. now. awesome. You know, because that was the biggest problem. Is like, you wanted a PlayStation. You say you want to go to war, but all your friends are playing like, oh, we want to all play Forza or something, and it's only on Xbox. Yeah. Like, well, now I can't freaking, you know, justify getting this because yeah. I only want the one game. But now it's like, well, mm. now we can start to actually just play games together. And, you know, it's more yep. just playing the first party games, you know, is relevant to what console yep. you get.
0: It's it's so good. So for people who can't afford to get, you know, the highest end PC or, you know, they just have a laptop and they, you know, they can't play, but they have a PlayStation 4. Um, and, you know, for them, it's a lot more affordable to pay the small PlayStation Plus monthly service. Yeah. Of course, they're just going to go ahead, get the game and they can jump into the same game. Mm. And I, I, I just love it. It's so, so good. Um, the it's Everything's so smooth. It ran like butter yeah. when we jumped into a multiplayer yeah. game. Um, I did have, I have... When I was playing before you got on, I had two other randoms jump in mm. um, to my game, which was like, whoa, shit, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a setting control there, but you can get randoms jump into your game or you can play with friends yeah. only. Like most multiplayer yeah. games, you can Again, change Again, that's very setting.
1: Diablo-esque. Diablo does a very similar thing. Yeah. Um I mm. I found the online experience when we did play together very very smooth. Uh speaking of mm. performance, I actually want like you mentioned you had to turn you turned everything down really really low uh to be able to stream. Yeah.
0: It. One one weird thing that people need to be aware of is this game if you're playing on PC it will start you out on ultra or you know ultra high settings. Yeah. So when I was streaming it it just choked my computer yeah. like a little bitch. I was like, what the fuck is going Hi, on? Daddy. So it actually sets your...
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <grody>. But <laughs> mm.
0: but one thing like um, a couple of people in chat said was just go to your frames, uh, you know, FPS and, and drop it down. It had it on like 250... FPS. Yeah, it's like 244,
1: because like, um, basically I yeah, think my I understanding like, is because a lot of like esports gamers and stuff and moving up to 240 hertz monitors, and like it's getting to the it, yeah okay. the refresh rates are so freaking high. Not even the most powerful computers can really actually output to it, uh, unless you put it on yeah. lower resolutions. And you're better off yeah. at a lower resolution, higher frame rate for a competitive game. I don't mm. see this being an overly competitive game for what it is. No. So I. Like, anyone who knows my computer, my computer is, you know, not super-duper-duper top-of-the-line anymore, technically, but it's so high-spec it's over-the-top because it's a 2080 Ti, yeah. it's a 3950X, it's, you know, 32GB of RAM, it's a beast of a computer. Yeah. And I've got the game installed on an NVMe drive. Load times were fantastic. There was no stuttering, no hitching. Um, it is a pretty resource-hungry game, at first mm. But as Pixel said You do have to drop it Because it does default I tried running it At different uh, FPS's Like locking it To certain things For VSync I did have A couple of I, I think I have One hitch Which is in like The main hub area um, Where mm. my FPS yeah. Dropped to like 30 Out of nowhere But remember This is a demo yeah. And the drivers Aren't out for yeah. the game yet so that was yeah, like exactly. once I got that sorted, I had no issues, had a great time. And mm. one feature it has that I wish more third person freaking shooters had is a third person FOV slider to be able to oh, yes. zoom the camera out a little bit. Because the problem I have with third person yeah, games it's, it's so, so far up in their ass It's that it's, it yeah. makes me nauseous because they always do like the swaying when they run and everything. I'm like, and it's alright when you're playing Tomb Raider yeah. or something. That's that's nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, this, this is a good time for all. But, you know, I want it to back up. I do. I don't want to be, like, right up in their face. You know, I don't want to be sniffing, you know, swamp ass, while well, I'm fucking, you know. Um, unless it's yeah, I'll I'll yeah. eat that swamp ass. <laughs> uh, boys, that's very but yeah, so it's
0: uh, like- Yes, the, the, the level of customization in your settings and lots of stuff is just crazy but do be aware that it will if you're playing on PC it will set you off start you off on the
1: ultra yeah. settings so just knock it down even on low it looks fantastic yeah, it's it's very l- like potato friendly is like looking at the specs yeah I'm just gonna have another quick look sorry you uh, talk about what you want to talk about I want to have a quick look at the specs yeah so Yeah, so
0: I had to drop it down to low um, just to be able to have it run properly while also streaming. I I think i would be able to get it to run at medium or high if I I wasn't streaming, Mm. um, just with my computer specs, but just I I was actually really surprised that on low, I I was thinking, you know, drop it down to low, it'll be Marvel's Avenger level where it basically looked like the characters were drawn in MS Paint, but I ran it on low on my... uh, what the hell this game looks amazing all the textures were still there the foliage was still there there's a great shadow great lightings mm. um, the, the effects and the fire still looked fantastic I'm like man this game is gonna look beautiful on ultra settings if you can get it to run on that Yeah, just looks incredible and one, one thing I also wanted to raise as well mm. there's monster hunting in yeah. this game
1: Ah, uh, this, uh, this, this game is, It's definitely shaping up to be something incredible So I've just got the specs up So uh. they've got their recommended specs And the minimum specs Now one thing I love that they have with this Is they have a thing that down the bottom that says additional notes. So the minimum requirements Is an i5-3470 Or an AMD FX 8, uh, 8350 These are really old CPUs These are like pushing 8 to 10 years old you know, And you can still mm. technically play the game. You only need 8GB of RAM. Again, this isn't going to be the best way to play the game. Keep that in mind. This is the minimum. And even a 750 Ti. That is like five generations ago. That is really yeah. freaking old. That is like a decade old graphics card. Um, as long as it's yeah. DirectX 11 and above, you're good. Now, the additional notes. This is what I love. This should run the game with those specs at 720p. 60 fps so they are telling you this is what you need to at least get that 60 fps um effect and a lot of people who are streaming who only have one monitor will play a game in 720p because if you've only got Mm. one monitor or you don't have a super powerful computer you can have your chat up and have the game up on the screen and read everything on the one screen instead of having multiple screens but i do like the required uh ones so the recommended ones and this is probably more relevant to you and this is why i think you're right when you say you could probably play medium to high i reckon you definitely could um in some mm. aspects there's certain ones you'll turn down certain things you'll turn up uh so yeah. intel i777 uh 7700 i think that's actually the cpu you have from memory it's yeah either, I'm i think am pretty is. sure that's the one you have it's either you have the 67 uh 6790 or the Seven I can't remember off the top of my head. Or the first gen AMD Ryzen sixteen hundred. You can get those for like a hundred bucks. You know, like if yeah. you're if you want like a good computer that can play this, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, sixteen gig of mm. RAM. That's pretty par for the course these days. Uh, ten sixty GTX ten sixty six gigabyte. You have the ten seventy Ti. So your graphics card is like three tiers above. Uh, basically, so mm. you're pretty right there. Or an RX 480. 480s you can get for really cheap these days. Um, DirectX yep. 12, that'll give you ray tracing, all that stuff if you want it. And this, like with that basic bare specs, will get you 1080, 60 FPS. And I would say that's probably yep. on a high um, setting, like medium to high setting. High setting,
0: yeah. It's, it is it is very, very friendly for uh, people who are on any kind of, um, mm. you know, mid-range computer even low range and you have old old parts and lots of stuff but you know it's you can see that the game has been made to you know with, with the intention to include as many players as possible mm. on as many different machines as possible on as many different platforms as possible mm. no word on the switch yet but it's oh, yeah. I, I can't and, wait for it to come a, out a good a good it's, point to, to it's continue be great. with
1: everything as possible they've got 13 different languages in this game So they are making this game for everyone. Huge support. Huge amount of support. Now, just one thing to note, though, this is an R18 game, so uh, within the Australian rating system. So it's... Suck it, Minus. probably been uh, censored in one way or another because thanks, Australian censoring board. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, like, I think the only downside to me is the weird amount of three for co-op, but it might be just the way they tested it with the game that it is in terms of having it still be balanced. And not being, like, mm. Borderlands 2, at least. I can't speak for Borderlands 3. Where it's like, oh, you got two people. Now everything takes a million more bullets with already bullet spongy enemies. Yeah. The good thing about Outriders is, yes, enemies take a few bullets to kill. But they're not taking, like, ten seconds to kill. They're taking, like, two seconds to kill. Yeah. You know, mm. I feel like shotguns could probably do a little more damage with what I used. But that's early game and also a class that isn't meant to use shotguns. Yeah. So... I think with the I think with the three oh, I was thinking about this last night
0: actually after I finished so I you know most co op games can go up to four players, but I'm thinking, well there's only four classes yeah. in the game. So if you come in one person of every class, there's no real weakness for any of the enemies. Yeah. Actually that's that's a really yeah, good they're, they're, point when you think of that. Yeah. There's you know, there will be someone in your mm. team to tackle everyone and it could just you know like you say you address the balance issues that could throw out the balance i think if you have three you're always missing one class so you know you might have your three classes that can address most enemy types but there's always going to be one that you know might be strong Mm. to the one that you're missing which will take a bit more to to take down so i think three is great i think i I was a bit weirded out by the number first but i'm like yeah actually it's quite good it it leaves the party concise Mm. you can go two you can go three or you can go single player four i feel sometimes depending on the game can be a little overcrowded yeah. um but yeah like you were saying with this go mm. multiplayer it doesn't just throw a million more players you know a million more enemies at you or it doesn't turn the enemies into um, bullet sponges yeah. it scales it in a way where it feels yeah. fair um not to like you know disproportionately disproportionately overload you with enemies or bullet sponges mm. but it also makes it you know seem like it makes sense that it's justified that hey yes i do need that other person there to help me and there was a portion of the game where i helped you out as well you're getting you know s- you know just stormed on by yeah, those guys stuck in a corner and i come in with my yeah and i come in with my you know weave stick and just, <laughs> <I> <laughs> to, the power just God smash and all of them
1: on my side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then yeah so i you know i did that and i was like okay cool like if that was single mm. player and that had that many people, it'd probably be a little bit too much for one yeah. person or it'd feel like there was too many people, but it was justified. You were getting stormed, I come in and disintegrate them and then we just keep pushing on. It, it felt like there was an appropriate amount of enemies and the damage mm. they took was also appropriate. I just think they've struck a really, really good balance and I just I can't speak more highly of this yeah. game just the demo has blown me away already i can't yeah. wait to get and this uh, one tomorrow. thing i
1: did notice is the bosses or if you want to say mini bosses in some situations for side quests whatever you want to say uh they actually will rotate their invulnerability to abilities so for example like with the technomancer i could yeah. freeze them however at certain points they would become invulnerable to freezing so what you said makes a lot more sense as well where it's like okay mm. well yeah one person can't hurt them Now we've got three more people who can still kick their ass instead of, okay, we've got two people who can actually do something. So it makes it a little more intense, a little more stressful, and a little more tactical in that sense of using, okay, what's the best we can do? You know, I feel like your support class, I feel like a technomancer is always going to be a default in that so far. Having a support class that can uh, deal from range will definitely help but mm. in saying that if you want to play you know the trickster and use sniper rifles you can they just won't be as effective yep so yeah yeah definitely looking forward to this very so, for it.
0: so get it if you're listening to this on the first it's out today go get it go add me on steam We'll uh, play together and then
1: uh, get ready to go to rehab for a crack addiction because if i'm <laughs> any, if it's anything like diablo 3 for me even one fifth I am getting at least 200 hours out of this game, so it's definitely yeah. going to be worth it. So, yeah. Now, before we wrap a, up, yeah, you had a, a story, very uh, interesting story. So this one is uh, again suck shit miners. You're not allowed to hear this one, so turn off your ears, rip them off. <laughs> not allowed to have them. Uh, on Twitch, it's Pinky, the streamer, got banned for queefing. Now she was queefing for Jesus. subs. Now. This is a little bit of a, yeah, and, uh, for sort of subs. deal. Um, so, it, we'll have to get through this relatively quick, but she was holding her microphone up mm. to the area and was queefing uh, every time she got subs. Now, her argument is, you know, QXC, he did, or XQC, whatever his name is, uh, he didn't get banned for farting into the microphone. You know, and it's like... It's not that different... And look, real... At the end of the day, it's not... But if you, He should get in trouble for it... In my opinion... Because it's gross... But at the same time... You know, you're... Deliberately... Shoving a microphone into your genital area, You know... So I think... Hmm. I think she's in the right in saying... If XQC doesn't get banned... She shouldn't get banned... I do agree with that... But like... Again, as is the theme of this one... Why... <laughs> Just why? <laughs>
0: Twitch is a weird place it is. now, man. It's, it's, it's a very
1: strange place. <sighs> so, yeah, that's that's a fun one. Um, but maybe I should yeah, do there's, that. There's more to the story. If you want to look into it, look it up. Uh, if you want to get into the politics of it, I don't. I'm uh, I'm done. Uh, and we have definitely gone way over <laughs> our estimated time. What a way to yeah. end the podcast. So. <laughs> yeah i think we
0: should uh, definitely wrap up here <laughs> all right yeah we'll leave it on that good queer yep. story jesus christ all right guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of pixels podcast again go get, get it. outriders Do it. it'll change your life uh, but thank you again carly for joining me on another one episode no 15 we're getting up there good to have you on yeah we are um And look, as I said at the start of the podcast, all social media for myself, Karlik, is in the description or the show notes. Same as Patreon, my Gilded server, which I'm using more than my Discord now. So if you want to get in contact with either of us, jump into Gilded. Um, But yeah, take care, guys. Stay safe and we'll see you in the next podcast. No worries. Have a good one, guys.